Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we're here, y'all. We're here. We're back with less rights than we had last week, which is great. Yep. Fuck SCOTUS in so many ways. Just literally every decision they've made this month has been a bad one. Yeah, it's not, it's not been great. It's not been a great month. Just all around. No, it's Pride Month. Past. Why are they doing this during Pride Month? It's supposed to be a happy I mean, time. we know why. <laughs> I know. We do I talk know. about these people on a weekly basis now. Know. We know why. We know why. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> I just want a happy time. Is that too much to ask? Just like one month of just like not something horrible happening. Yeah, it would be really nice to have like one day without a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Of a world. Really just low bar right here. Low bar. Give me like six good hours with no bad news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At this just point. Like a second of of a not of like an anxious free mind. That just one yeah. second. One solitary second would be great. Just one. And like I'm not even paying that much attention to the world or anything. Like I'm just doing like basic like social media news browsing. I'm not looking into like all the conflicts that aren't being reported and shit. It's just like shit sucks overall. It does. Just just across the board, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> I don't know, maybe talking shit about some fundies will make us feel a little bit better. So that's what we're going to do today. It does always make me feel better. Yeah, it does. It helps at least a little bit. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Let's be honest. Before we get into all that, Jillian, what have you been watching this week? So I've still been reading my books, <laughs> which, you know, I had to up my goal from 25 books this year to 35 books this year because I've mm. already read 26. Nice. I try not to give myself too high of a goal because I yeah. don't want to, like, disappoint myself. Yeah. I'm like, two books a month is about all I can promise because it'll go. be, like, four books one month and zero the next. But I've done two months of 10 books. Damn, that's impressive. Yeah, I feel like whenever I read, I read like a lot in a short amount of time and then I'll like not read for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. I used to read all the time. Yeah, you did. Like but, always. You know, we live in a nightmare world. Yeah, I used to read over 100 <laughs> books a year all the time. And now I'm like, yeah. I'll be lucky if I get 15. Whatever. Life sucks. Yeah. Life sucks. Brains are hard. Um, it's kind of hard to like get involved in a book when you're constantly thinking about like reality because you're anxious yeah. about the reality you're in. And yeah. every sniffle or cough, you're like, oh, could this be the end? <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I have been watching a little bit of Survivor though, yeah. as well. And we've been watching movies, mostly trying to catch up on stuff that we've missed. Um mm-hmm. We watched Doctor Strange and the fuckery of time, the multiverse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Last night, it was it was good. I really just don't care about Marvel movies anymore. Yeah. I'm not. I've never the been a Marvel storylines and like the people are too complicated now. I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't remember everybody's name, everybody's plot line from movie to movie. Like, yeah, it, do- it does seem very like e- expansive and threatening. Yeah. in a way. Yeah, it's like if it were just like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Wonder Woman again. Like, mm-hmm. I can handle those four. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like how the 90 Day Fiance series, like, I just can't keep track of mm-hmm. any of them anymore. And it makes it less fun. Yeah, 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe is exactly like the 90 Day Fiance Universe. They are the same. The same. They are the same. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that I did mostly enjoy Doctor the new Doctor Strange. It was directed by Sam Raimi, who did like Evil Dead and stuff. So it had Bruce Campbell and kind of some horror nods and stuff, which nice. was fun. It definitely was a more interesting one than like Iron Man 4. Yeah. Just the same movie the fourth time. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, I was trying to think. There was another movie that we watched, but I don't remember what it's called now. So it wasn't that important, I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what have you been watching? Uh, we've been watching a lot of random stuff. We've watched a couple of random movies. We I mentioned this to you. We watched uh, Full Bloom on HBO, which is like mm-hmm. a florist competition we watched the first season of that but what we've been watching the last couple of nights and we will be finishing up tonight hopefully is the staircase the hbo oh, series yeah. of the staircase oh, like shit. the dramatic yeah reenactment the new one. isn't it like yeah. nicole kidman or somebody no it's uh colin Who firth and uh tony collette is in it and i fucking tony collette, love yes. tony collette she's incredible i knew it was a creepy lady <laughs> We love creepy Tony Collette. And the best part about Tony Collette's performance in this is that it's it kind of just like takes you through the whole thing, like the making of the documentary, like all of the different like theories that have come out about what actually happened mm-hmm. to Kathleen. And um so Tony Collette plays Kathleen, who's the woman who dies on the staircase. And she has yeah. to every time that a new which there's like three so far main theories have come out about what mm-hmm. happened. And every time they make her like reenact that night over and again. So it's just like, she has to die like brutally three <laughs> times on a staircase and just act it over and over again. And it's like, hell yeah, Tony Collette, you creepy, creepy bitch. I love you. I know. She's so good. I think I've watched like everything she's done. She's just so good. And so she's creepy. so good. And it's, I'm, I've I, like as much as you can enjoy a story about like a true murder of a wo- or death yeah. of a mur- of a woman. Um, murder. Yeah. yeah. Um, How do you explain <laughs> the first wife? Did the first wife also get killed by an owl? Like there are coincidences, but are there coincidences like that? Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, but it's really it's the the series has been really really good. Um, and the acting is yeah. great. Uh, Sophie Turner is also in it, which I did not oh, know. Nice. But she, maybe uh, that's the ginger I was remembering. Yes, yes, maybe. But uh, it's very good, and I highly recommend it if you're interested in that. I have not actually watched the actual staircase documentary in full i've watched parts of it but i could never get all the way through it because it's just like so fucking long and so i've like read about the case and i know about it but i've been enjoying watching the series a lot it's been it's been good that's good yeah i I hadn't watched that one because i thought it was going to be too similar to the documentary Mm because i didn't really know what it was about like that they were doing each kind of possibility yeah, and it goes back and back and forth in time too. Like it goes back into like Michael and Kathleen's life be- be- right before she died and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I haven't like I said, I haven't seen the full documentary, but I do think it is like different enough that I feel like mm-hmm. it would be enjoyable to watch still, even if you've seen the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's on my list. I have oh, such yeah. a long fucking list of I know stuff to watch that's like kind of morbid and dark. That I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, I need, I need to like pace myself on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's 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 good. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, so we are going to get back into bringing up Bates season eight. This is another quite a long season. I think we have one more episode 
well, one more episode of episodes from season eight after this. But we're getting yes. there. We're getting there. Also, I believe that this is season eight of the Bates, and this is episode eighty-eight. Oh wow, lots of <laughs> lots of eights happening. What does it mean? What does it all mean? I don't know. Somebody ask our numerologist. <laughs> <laughs> So the first episode we're going to talk about today is called A Dance with Dad and a Wedding to Plan. They're back with the fucking ampersands. We're back. We're <laughs> back. So now that Carlin has her dress, she is on the hunt for a venue, which seems like it's Completely it the backwards order. Yeah. But you know what? It's Carlin. So we just got to go It's the Bates it. family. They'll figure it out if they get it done. Somehow they do always come together in the end, which I guess is just like makes them continue with this behavior. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's very stressful for me to watch. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing, only reason that it comes through is that they have such a large, like, set of people to get stuff done and to like rent them stuff and lend them stuff right most people don't have 18 brothers and sisters for manual labor purposes so yeah who usually have like 18 (laughs) boyfriends or girlfriends with brothers and sisters who also come to help and hang out and it's like okay so you've got 50 people to help you set up a wedding in three hours you can do it also they have (laughs) chad like that alone just having chad they're set just having chad (laughs) Chad is 25 men. For real. He he really is. It seems like it, at least. So they start yeah. with their venue hunt at Whitestone, which we were just at Whitestone with Aaron and Chad, which mm-hmm. is where they got engaged and they stayed for their like five-year anniversary trip, I think it was. So yeah. they're kind of touring the different areas where they could possibly have the ceremony because she's planning anywhere from 600 to 1,000 people being there, which is quite... Yeah quite a large like that's a huge variation yes but i think they i think what they're doing is counting adult people and a thousand is going to include children people and those don't count as people they're like half a person yeah because they're like here's an invitation and they expect like per each invitation they're gonna get like five people that's so stressful to me that's a fucking nightmare it is it really is so they know that since you know this is such a big group of people it's going to have to be outdoors which carlin is all for Mm -hmm. and so they kind of look around the outdoor areas they talk about the little gazebo area which is where i think chad asked aaron to marry him yep we saw that footage of him aaron elise will you marry me yeah it's it's great it was great (laughs) they're so corny and so little i know um, so they talk about maybe having like the food and dance area at the gazebo. And mm-hmm. Zach talks about how it's interesting how the family has evolved now that they actually allow dancing. And I swear to God, the concept of like them allowing dancing at a wedding comes up so many times in these episodes. And it's like, we get it. Also, it's not nearly as big of a deal as you think it is. Yeah, I like honestly... People dance together and don't bang, and people bang without dancing together. Yeah, I honestly just don't understand, like, what do they think people dancing are doing? Yeah, and, like, you can just do it like they used to do it back in our, like, you know, childhood school days, just, like, leave room for Jesus, so, like, no bumping, no grinding, but you can, like, go to a fucking sock hop. Right. (laughs) No, no joy. This is the dirty dancing town. (laughs) It really is. And it is. is IBLP. But Carlin is going to change that. 
And they also hate abortion. <laughs> well, God. yeah. God. It's fucked. So Carlin really likes Whitestone a lot and likes what they see, but they have plans to look at Castleton Farms. And so they go to do that and they're happy that they did because mm-hmm. this is the place that they end up actually going with. This place, they had to have worked out a deal with UpTV to get it for cheaper or something because like this place yeah. was bonkers. Yeah, there's no way this place was cheaper than Whitestone. Like, yeah, or even like in the same ballpark. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> think they that they had worked out some type of agreement for sure. Which I mean, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, we do we do know the name Castleton Farms now, and we saw it twice. That's true, and I'm sure we'll see it again because we haven't even been to the wedding yet. God, we haven't. <laughs> it's been Feels a lot like of wedding. We I know it's been a lot of wedding coverage for this one, but well, maybe one day we'll actually we'll actually talk about the wedding. So they roll in, they're immediately impressed with, with what they see, but they're already mm-hmm. talking about the price tag, which again, this is why I think that they probably like, cause they were like talking about it big, like this is going to be so expensive. Yeah. And then they never talk about really. No, yeah. Nobody said it again. Like when Kelly got out of the car, she's like, I just need to know about the pricing. Can we afford this? And the guy, you know, avoids the question entirely. Right. Cause I'm sure it's just like, then production says cut and they work it out. Right. Exactly. It's kind of like a much, the Whitestone is more like a rustic kind of like country type of mm-hmm. estate. Whereas Castleton Farms is much more elegant and, it's very bougie. It bougie. is. I can imagine it in so many different weddings of like just hedonism. Like we're like, oh, a party like the Romans will. Yes. They have a fucking vineyard. They have Roman columns that you can like light up and put stuff on. Like, yeah, they could. There could be. So I mean, it's. It seems like a beautiful place. Like I could yeah. see some really awesome weddings there, but pro- not this know. one. We'll see. We'll see. They did say earlier that they were only planning on feeding 500. And I'm like, that's less than the actual number 600 that you say is the bottom. Yeah. So So. do you expect people to come and like not want to eat? Because that should not, that shouldn't, you should not bet on that. Don't. No, people will always come for food. Yeah. Especially if you have it at like a a normal eating time. Like people are going to want to eat. Yeah. So they, again, they go kind of see where the, where the ceremony would take place, which like you said, it's like very columny. There's like staircase mm-hmm. leading down. It's all, you know, great. And really the only thing they're concerned about is the price tag. So mm-hmm. yeah, they can see it's 700 out there. Yeah. And then I don't know if it was this episode or the next one, but they have like two other parts of the venue too. And I'm like, this had to be like, yeah. 10 grand at least yeah because they have one they have one space for the ceremony and they have like one like covered area for the Uh reception and they have like other places that they could use in contingency um yeah if there's rain or whatever yeah they have like a barn and whatever but yeah Mm -hmm. like it's it's big yeah so then we get a little (sighs) clip of gil making a doghouse for johnny jr with some of the kids because dogs don't live inside they don't they can't they're dogs dogs don't have souls so they can't live inside (laughs) oh that makes me want to die i know this makes me so sad because they're like oh we got to build him a house i'm like this puppy's been sleeping outside like by himself like i know he's not cold or whatever but he's sleeping outside by himself he's a puppy yeah i do not understand and it's like tennessee like it's not like it's always nice weather in tennessee (laughs) no no and like 
what are they what is this dog protecting their land from what is this dog protecting right. like it's not a working dog it's not right. like a great pyrenees out there protecting your flock of sheep yeah it's a fucking labrador whose only mission in life is to love and please you and they just leave them outside yeah it is yeah it's like why why even get a dog if you're not gonna let it inside i don't know Ugh. anyway Thankfully, they actually like buy a dog house to be made. They're not just like making a making it out of scrap wood like the baits normally would, which is normally like fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong mm-hmm. with that, but like with the baits, you never know what you're gonna get or if you're yeah. gonna get anything actually in the end with something like that. I mean, they made a dog house and Chad wasn't involved, so it's good they got exactly a dog house kit. Yes, and they were actually otherwise it would have had holes. <laughs> right, and they were actually like following the instructions and reading them and not just being like I can do it, which the reason why we we learned at the end that the reason why I think this went so smoothly is that Lawson was not there. Yeah. Who to thunk? That Lawson is the instigator of the bullshit. It's the same reason as like why the wedding dress fitting and trying on went so nicely is because Carlin was the one doing it because she's the one who's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah, Zach makes a little comment at the end when they're done because they finish it like in record time. It only takes like 35 minutes. They got it all put yeah. together. And Zach says, I'm not going to say who was missing here, but boy, it sure went smooth. <laughs> yep. Zach really has had some zingers. I wonder if like... He is. He's 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 on a roll right now. Call him Butter because he is on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about this later too. But the, when fucking Chad says they go to better, they go better together than a hot summer day and sweet tea. I almost died. Yeah. 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 I know. God. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, also while they're while they're doing their doghouse, of course Carlin has to come in and tease Gil about taking dance classes because they're doing them together. Yeah, um, all of this was chaotic. Very. Um, Gil said, "With dancing comes bad chemistry," which like, what does that sir, mean? What bad chemistry? Like, I don't. It's because none of them know what chemistry is. <clears throat> I just I just really want to know, like, what horror stories have they heard about dancing that have made them so staunchly anti-dancing? It's them. <laughs> That's they the said truth. Gil was the prom king. Like, you think that Gil, this dude who's full of himself, isn't going around and, like, boinking the prom queen and everybody? Yeah, it is. It's like you're protecting them for yourself, which, like, you could just not be a creep instead. Yeah, like just teach your boys to not be creeps. Yes, yes, that's that's really really where we should go. And I mean, everyone should not be creeps, but it's like the boys yes. need a special lesson on that one in this yeah, day and like, age. The reaction to you realizing you were a creep is to teach your boys not to be creeps, not mm-hmm. band dancing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, no. Oh, we get a clip from Michael and Brandon, a little update from them. So mm-hmm. they, it's kind of been teased in a couple of episodes, but they're planning on moving back to Tennessee and yeah. Michael is hoping to start nursing school. Um, so they are looking at a rental house with Gil and Kelly that's, I guess, owned by some of their friends. Mm-hmm. It's a crappy house. It's about <laughs> the plainest house I've ever seen, and it is so small. It would be like a pretty big downgrade from their house in Chicago. They said it's bigger than their first apartment, but smaller than the house they It wasn't in. nicer than their first apartment. No. We saw their first apartment. This yeah. is like... Oh, yeah, this guy who's friends with the Bates is like a slumlord. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be looking 
a little bit more if I were if I were Brand- Michael and Brandon. I feel like there has to be in some better rural options. Tennessee. Yeah, in rural Tennessee, like there are options. It's not like they're looking in a market where it's like twenty five hundred dollars for right. a one bedroom. Right, right. But um, yeah, I don't know. They talk about how Brandon will be working remotely, so they're looking for like mm-hmm. an office space too, like in the house. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I I really hope they don't take this house though. No, it had like. It looked like a bathroom counter set up in the kitchen. Like it was like a sink and then like just like a bathroom out of counter. Yeah. It was so tiny. It was really small. And like I said, it was just like so plain, which is fine. But I just feel like they could definitely do better. I know. Yeah, they could. They can. I hope they get. They will. Because Brandon is very picky. Yeah, they didn't seem like they really liked it that much, but they were trying to be nice about it. So because uh-huh, they were on camera and it's like those are family friends. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, mm. And the guy kept trying to sell it, like, well, you know, less area to keep clean. <laughs> it's like great. And it's like can't move in my oh. house though. Yeah. So then we finally get into the dance lessons. <laughs> this literally this whole section has like where i could fill out a bates bingo card like one of the like Mm -hmm. i could prefab one where it's like i didn't realize how much work this would be Mm -hmm. i'm worse at this than i expected yes (laughs) somebody kick somebody else like (laughs) just yeah pretty much everything just like a really like off color remark about something really out of touch you know Uh uh-huh bingo baby we got it kelly saying something ridiculous yes so, yeah, Gil and Kelly are going along with Carlin to take dance lessons at a local, I guess, dancing school or whatever. Yeah. And Gabriel is there to teach them. Poor Gabriel does not know what he's Poor getting himself Gabriel. into. <laughs> yeah. So they talk about how, like I said, this is a big, a big thing for them to allow dancing because they do not agree with dancing. But Carlin, thankfully, has assured them that she wants this to be a, quote, wholesome, thoughtful kind of dance and not at all sexy well i mean you know what i've always wanted to do is have a sexy dance with my own father yeah i feel like you should not need to qualify that with like oh it'll be wholesome like i'm dancing with my father it will be wholesome that's just naturally a wholesome thing yeah like maybe i mean they are fundies so they do kind of need to clarify that That, it's that's the point like like that's the problem here is that they're the problem but then they project their yeah, yeah, like dancing isn't the problem, y'all. <laughs> it really isn't. I promise you. It it really is not. You cannot you will not go to hell if you dance with somebody. God, what if you did? I I, I feel like hell would be a pretty fun place to go then. Like all the dancers. Yeah, it'd be there, a dance hello. party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun to me. That's where I want to go. Sign me up. Yes. <laughs> but so they learn the basics of a box step and they start getting more complicated and of course they're struggling to keep up with it all struggling (laughs) yeah so carlin says i didn't realize how much work this would be but literally they say that every single episode yeah that's so true they always are just like oh you know that's gonna be easy those people don't have a skill right yeah it's like yeah no problem no this is why i didn't even attempt to learn to dance before my wedding i was just like i can't dance I know I'm never going to be able to learn to dance. I'm just going to accept it. And I'll just sway. I'll just sway. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have dancing at our wedding. Cause like Cause neither of us really likes to, to dance to dance. Yeah. I didn't want to fucking go to hell. <laughs> yeah. But like, also I'm just, I'm not that into dancing. Yeah. I want to like go, I want to hang out and chit chat with people, mm-hmm. not have bumping music. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I get it. Yeah. 
So they learn how to spin and twirl too. And it's, I don't even know what to say about this. Uh, I don't know. The talking head at the end of this part is like, Carlin's like, it's kind of a goodbye in a way. And it's just like this whole fucking thing. Like it's my send off. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm going to be dead soon. Cause I'll be my husband's property. It's a little like, much for me. It's so fucking much. Like it's nice. It, most people who had father-daughter dances are like, oh, yeah, we wanted it to be, like, a special moment where we got to, like, talk to each other and see each other at a special event in my life and to, like, have a moment together. Mm-hmm. Not like, mm-hmm. I'm going away. This is the last yeah. time I will be his daughter. Yeah, that was, that was for me, it was, like, taking a moment out of a really important part of my day of a really important, I'm sorry, taking a moment out of a really important day in my life, like, for my dad was, like, because my dad's a very important part of my life so yeah yeah that's why i did it but yeah it wasn't like i believe in my dad it's like i haven't lived with my father in like 10 years yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i guess it is more because they do live with them but also it is because they are taught that they're their husband's property yeah it's it's bad we don't like it it's not great not great not great but um they are actually preparing for something so I'll give them one point there. There is that. That that is way ahead of of schedule for the Bates. They usually yeah. like this would be like day before. Oh, we need to learn how to do a full ass dance. Yeah, the bachelor bachelorette party is dance lessons. Exactly. Exactly. God. No. Kill me. <laughs> so the next episode is called A Baby Grand Plan. So we start this episode going back to Castleton Farms. I want to say it in like a fancy castleton falls it's like bridgerton yes um and they're going to meet with danielle who is the coordinator at castleton farms and they're bringing kim who is their like personal wedding planner to go over everything oh kim she's there what's the one on the duggar family like vicky or something oh not oh gosh i can see her so clearly in my head Uh uh-huh let's let's google it cindy miss cindy miss cindy Yes, yes, yeah. you were close. Vicky, Cindy, same thing. <laughs> I know it was a E ending. Miss Cindy is like a whole character, though. Like, I feel like uh-huh. Kim, like, she's just kind of like in the background. Like, I'm sure she does stuff, but like, she's not like oh, a, yeah. a focus on the show. Whereas Miss Cindy. She's a fixer, like yes, Chad. Exactly. In show. Exactly. Miss Cindy was like, she was the drama. Oh, yeah. Miss Cindy was the drama. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, they would never say, oh, my God. I know it's so funny how like natural and easy it is for me to say oh my god and like I don't think about it it's not religious to me in any way it It is just it's it's a combination of words like any combination of words exactly (laughs) but they're like oh my word and I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god so they go down to the little like vineyard area, which is where the ceremony will be, and they talk about mm-hmm. like what they might do decoration wise. And yep. like we talked about, they're planning for roughly seven hundred people, and they have a bridal party of six on each side, which is a pretty reasonable number. Yeah, we've seen much bigger. I feel like that's. I feel like we're heading in the right direction, at least for the bridal party. The seven hundred yeah. still a little much for me, but I do understand that's kind of like how it has to be in these situations yeah especially like when you're the daughter of the pastor yes. basically like yeah. i get the preacher's daughter they're everyone's gonna want to come and mm-hmm. yeah hobnob hobnob 
Um, of course, we have Kelly. The only sensible moment in this whole fucking series is Kelly. Who knew? Is she's well? What what do we do about rain? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and Carlin's like, I'm not paying attention to any thoughts like that. And you're like, okay, but just think about it like twice. Yeah, you have to like. I I understand putting it out of your mind, but you have to at least think it through at least at least once all the way through. Because yeah. it could happen, especially I think they're getting married in May. Like that's a pretty rainy time of year around yeah. this around these parts. Around and, these parts. Yeah, but they talk about like they said they have like the covered area, which is where they're gonna mm-hmm. have their reception, and then they also have a barn as well, so they can use those yeah. areas if they have to. So that is always nice because you don't want to be without a plan. And the, knowing the baits, like it's good that they're at least talking about it. Yeah, because it would have like ruined Carlin's whole life had she been wet at her wedding. Yeah, for real, it would not have been nice. I mean, it's kind of the only like big event that girl the girls get. Yeah, like, just to themselves. So like, right? I get it. <laughs> and I think that that I mean, just thinking about that, like the, my my wedding was like a huge day of my life, and like like mm-hmm. the biggest day of my life for sure. But it wasn't like the only big day of my life. Whereas, mm-hmm. like you said, like these these girls they haven't like been through school they haven't had graduations they haven't had like different milestones and they Mm-mm. and like the ones that they have had have been overshadowed by having a million other siblings as well yeah yeah like oh you turn 18 but you turn 18 and you have your 18th birthday party the same month as two of your other siblings because exactly. there's 19 of you and 12 months in the year right so it's <laughs> like the wedding is like their one their one time to shine and mm-hmm. i can imagine that making it an already stressful time even more stressful yeah yeah i don't know it's it's nice and a bummer together yeah definitely like most things that we <laughs> talk about on here For sure. some things are like oh yeah they do actually love their children too bad they're still raising them in a cult yeah yeah oh darn <laughs> if only <Shit. laughs> so then like they check out the reception space and mm-hmm. um they talk about how the venue has some like decorations they can use, which is nice. That was like mm-hmm. one of the big things with my venue was that like we didn't really have to bring in a lot of decorations because it was already mm-hmm. heavily decorated. So it was just kind of like come in and put your stuff and it's already there ready for you. Yep. That's what we did too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we go back to Tori and Bobby. Not back. We haven't been there. We go to Tori yeah. and Bobby in Nashville, but there won't be in Nashville for long. Because they are Mm-mm. moving back home. And we don't really ever get a full explanation on why they only stayed in Nashville a year. Uh-uh. Maybe it was only a year position. It could have been. the ministry or something. Because then he's working with Kelton. Kelton. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing like an apprenticeship with Kelton, which is weird. It is weird. Because like he had, even in, in the talking head when they were talking about moving, he even said like his calling has always been ministry. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> but then he says that weird thing about how he doesn't want to be like a cult of personality or like what did he say? He said he doesn't want to be famous or somebody that like people like focus a lot on and pay a lot of attention to. So maybe like he just doesn't like how like ritzy being a minister is now, like being a preacher in these churches. I, I don't know. know. It was like it was weird. slightly weird. The whole situation was there was like I feel like there's something off about it. Like there's something we don't know. Like something happened or I don't even know. It doesn't really matter, but it was just like interesting that you guys moved to Nashville, yeah. had a baby there, and are like immediately moving back. Yeah, and like mm, this was the vibe I got during this section is that Tori and Bobby are in a big old fight. 
I don't know. I, I mean, it could be. I don't know. Because, like, he says something a little bit later where he's just, like, they were talking about packing the moving truck. Mm-hmm. And he says something like, yeah, you know, Gil knows how to pack a truck. Like, he knows how to pack a house full of kids or something. And it was, like, just kind of, like, a little bit shitty. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They, I, I mean, they have a like a newborn baby and they're moving, so they're probably yeah. not in great moods. But oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was this whole situation. It felt very off. I, I don't know. I just think yeah. there's more, a lot more that we don't know. And it feels like really fast too, because like they were not talking about this like a month and a half yeah. ago. Like it, this just kind of came up out of nowhere, at least on the show. So it's just yeah. like a little, a little weird. Well, we'll have to Google it. We'll figure it out. If anyone has any information, please let us know. We are very curious. Yes. <laughs> please let us know if Bobby got into a fight about being at the church too much or something. Yeah. Because that yeah. was the only other thing he said was like. He wanted to be like, like a family He man. wanted to focus on my wife and my kid and doing right by them. And I'm yeah. like. Hmm. Uh, yeah. That's like just kind of interesting wording there. Yeah. <laughs> so the. Yep. Gil and Kelly and some of the kids are coming to Nashville to help them move back. And like we talked about many times before, this is one of the like only times when it's so nice to have a million siblings because mm-hmm. they have like everything packed in this truck in, in no time. Yeah. Many hands make short work or whatever the fucking thing is. Right. <laughs> so Bobby rented a 16 foot truck, which is what the... I guess like trunk re- truck rental company suggested that he rent based on what kind of stuff he had. And everyone mm. was so convinced that, Oh, this is way too small. N- it's never going to fit, which I feel like it always looks smaller than you. Yeah. Think and then you're like, wow. Wow. Cause you don't, when you have all your stuff all spread out, it looks like it takes up a lot of space and it does. But like when you have everything consolidated, it's just. Yeah. And you can like, put stuff on top of the right. couches and like exactly. flip stuff over onto each other so like you can use all of the space when right. it's just like just the floor space that you can see you're like oh this isn't that much yeah yeah but thankfully gill is like an expert at packing trucks and so he he gets it all done he packs it he packs it clean he's an expert at packing trucks because he used to work at ubs which i can't remember if it was warden or isaiah who said this they were bickering with each other about it Mm -hmm. he's like he used to work for ups and he's like that was like 50 years ago and then the other one looks at him and says but boy can he pack a van yeah (laughs) i love that so much (laughs) i feel like that is like such a dad thing to be able to do oh yeah tetris like yes stuff tetris but they wouldn't know that because i've never played tetris that's true they get everything packed and they're ready to head on back and everyone's very excited mm-hmm. to welcome them back and Kelly's thrilled that some of her out of town people are coming back. And I'm sure Tori is excited to have somebody to help take her care of the baby. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that that's probably a lot of it. Part of it at least. Yeah, is yeah. that they are in Nashville, which isn't that far, but like far enough away that you want to be close with your family. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean he doesn't have family there either. Like, where does yeah. his family live? Is, are they in Florida? Oh, yeah, they are. There's, like, Florida or, like, Alabama or something. Some, yeah. There. Yeah. So they're not in Nashville, for sure. Yeah. But so it's, like, no one yes. there. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. I get that. So next up, we go over to Bible Baptist Church, which actually is pretty much almost completely ready and yeah. ready to be a church. Color me impressed. <laughs> I Yeah, I was very surprised that it's only been like, I don't even know, like 12, 6, 10 episodes since the last time we saw it. And it's like 
it looks like a church now. Yeah. Like it got finished in the same season that it got started. That's yeah. It's been like a year since they started building it. And, and in terms of Bates projects, like a year from building a building to like having a church in it, that's pretty good. That's yeah, that's pretty good. And I mean, I'm just, I was just sitting there thinking like, I wonder like, cause they had to get, make the church bigger cause they had to have it for their bigger congregation. And I'm like, how much of their congregation is doing like all of this work? Yeah. That <laughs> and does... is this building going to burn down? <laughs> Well, we'll see. <laughs> but for this episode, they're actually getting a very exciting delivery, which is the mm-hmm. exact piano that, quote, they've been praying about for six years. Why six years? I don't know. I just loved the way they said that. Like, we've been praying they about also, this. Also, we're talking about, like, how it's, like, so, like, different and, like, not different, but, like, classy and elegant and a, a brand that you, you know, that they wanted. I'm like, it's a fucking Yamaha. Like, Everyone knows Yamaha pianos, even people who don't play piano. The way that they were saying it, too, was like it was like such a rare find that like you had to like search for years to find a piano like this. And it's like, you mean like save for it? Because that's one thing. But like, yeah, the way they were talking about it was like it was like this ancient relic that. (laughs) Right. It's like, oh, yeah. You know, like talk to me when you want a fucking Steinway. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But it is a very nice piano. It's a baby grand. Yep. It's beautiful. I mean, it's a piano. Like, come on. It. I really wonder. Like, that piano is too sexy for church. <laughs> that piano is. Yeah, that's a sinner's piano. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Black lacquered, like shininess. Like, no. In churches, you get like wood finish, mm-hmm. organ vibes mm-hmm. only. Yeah. It is, yeah. I think they're going for like a more modern feel of their for their church, which mm-hmm. I guess includes a black sinner piano, sexy piano <laughs> from sexy Japan. Piano. Oh God, <laughs> not even American made. I don't know if Yamaha's made here, but probably not. Some of the kids are extremely excited about the piano because, mm-hmm. as we know, the Bates family is very musical. A lot of them are, and Callie is in particular very excited. And she was there when the piano was delivered, so she immediately gets behind the piano and starts playing. And it was very sweet, and very cute. Yeah, and Gil got very misty about it. He cries. Yes, of course he does. Uh, and then they they all bless the piano with a prayer because it's the center's piano. <laughs> they have to bless it. Also, we get in a little point of this where Gil realizes kind of like, oops, I did fuck up by having 19 kids because now all of the older kids are out and done, so they can't care for the younger kids anymore. So he has to go back to being a little kid dad at 50. Yeah, the way they were talking about it was like, oh, yeah, it used to be, you know, we were really young and we had these young kids and then those kids grew up older and they took care of our young kids. But now those kids are taking care of their own young kids and these young kids are our kids that we actually have to take care of now fuck fuck (laughs) it's like yeah that's called parenting my dude yeah like if you didn't want to have young kids in your older age maybe don't keep having kids into your 40s you can stop you can stop at any time there are plenty of things you can do to prevent this from happening plenty yes yes (laughs) (sighs) oh god it was for real but the nightmare is about to maybe get worse i don't know because we're going back to miss renee's we're back miss renee i thought we were gonna get away from miss renee for carlin's wedding i did too because they bought the 
or Carlin bought her wedding dress at a place in Nashville. And so mm-hmm. I was like, poor Miss Renee. She's not getting any royalties from this one. What the hell? Uh-uh. But thankfully, Miss Renee's coming through. She's going to alter the dress because it's quite big. It was like the only, I guess, sample size they could get was this big dress. So she has to, she has her work cut out for her in, mm-hmm. in making it perfect for Miss Carlin. At one point, um, Carlin, so the dress is big on Carlin, mm-hmm. which is good. If you have to buy a wedding Definitely. dress, a wrong size for you, always go too big. Big. Big is good. <laughs> yes. Um, so Carlin, being, of course, the expert seamstress that she is, mm-hmm. she says, well, sometimes if you take it in too much, you make it less elegant. Yes. And I was like, what? And also, like, do you think that Miss Renee does not know how to alter a dress? She's literally done it, like, for six of your siblings. She's yeah. probably, she, if she says she can do it, you should probably just trust that she could do it. And like, what other proof do you have in your own life of stuff being made less elegant? First of all, you aren't wearing fancy wedding dresses all the yeah. time. You're wearing just normal human clothes. Mm-hmm. Second of all, the people, the person who alters all your clothes is Michael. And Not Michael a does a really seamstress. good job. But yeah. she does a really good job. Like, yeah. you can't tell that like what she edits is what I was going to say. What she edits... <laughs> is edited yeah. <laughs> right it's like yeah she just i mean i think she's just really anxious which i get it and so yeah. she's trying oh to yeah be like really making sure that her dress is what she wants but yeah yes um thankfully miss renee seems confident in her abilities and i'm confident that miss renee can do it i feel like miss renee has proven herself time and time again to be able to just do whatever the baits need her to do which is oftentimes yeah. something on a very short time frame like as much as miss renee is kind of like a thing of evil. <laughs> well, she yes. also has like, she has to have the most patience on the face of the planet. Can you imagine working with different flavors of fundies on their dresses at all different, like modesty levels, so many things. It's like a restaurant where you only have substitutions. Yeah, really. And you know that th- those types of people are like the most picky particular type of people too. And so yeah. it's just got to be a nightmare. And they'll, like, call the cops on you over your bill if they don't like your work. <laughs> That's the truth. Oh, poor Miss Renee. <laughs> no, she chose this life, but <laughs> she does have patience. She does. <laughs> um, they also talk a little bit about bridesmaids' dresses. Carlin is planning to have kind of everyone wearing a different color, different dress in kind of like a pastel color scheme. So I feel like that could either look really cool or really bad. So we'll see how it comes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it could be good. Yeah, definitely. It could be, but... I mean, Carolyn has relatively good taste. Like, she's not putting her bridesmaids in brown, at least. That's true. She's not... Um, Have you ever seen pictures of Alyssa's wedding and her, like, bridesmaids? The fuchsia? Yeah, and, like, the bright blue. It's so bad. Oh, my God. It's oh my so God. bad. Yeah. It is so yeah, the, bad. Yeah, they're, like, the 80s prom dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was, like, from, like... When did she get married? Like, 2012? Like, not... Yeah, not far away. Yeah, in the 2010s she's younger than me so yeah definitely has to be in the 2010s because i was 18 in 2010 yeah yeah damn okay okay (laughs) oh they do end up having to take the dress in eight inches which is a lot of inches that is quite a bit but like you said you always want a bigger dress like you have plenty of fabric to work with then you can always take it in yes you can't always take it out true very true all right, the next episode is called Shall We Dance? Here we go again. <sighs> we shall. We shall. It just keeps coming up. 
But first, we check in with Erin, who we all know Erin loves design. We've seen her do, you know, she most recently did Tori's nursery for baby Cade. Like two months ago, and now they're moving. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? I didn't even think of that. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Was that, did they not know that they were moving when they put the nursery in? They must not have. Which was like weeks before he was born. It was like, did she Bobby was really pregnant. Fired? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Somebody tell us. His name is Bobby Smith. It's so hard (laughs) to look him up. For real. But anyway, Erin's kind of wanting to get more into designing for people outside of her family. And so she has a couple named Eric and Emily who have hired her to make make their baby, Ezra, a nursery. Ezra. Ezra. Very biblical name. So of course Chad is part of the is part of the team, and, and Trace is yeah, for some reason there. Yeah, which I know Trace works some with Chad, so maybe he's like in on it. But it, I don't know. I feel, I like, feel like they should have taken him for the second part, like the installation stuff, not like the not consultation. like the scouting and yeah, yeah. It was a little weird. He probably I don't know. I feel like lost or I feel like Trace has a little bit of Lawson in him where he has to like insert himself. He's not quite as annoying as Lawson, but he has yeah. That same he at quality. least like. He's nosy, but he knows when to shut the fuck up. Yeah, which I, I can respect that a little bit more. <laughs> That's me, so. <laughs> so, Aaron says, if I draw it on paper, he can build it about Chad, which I, I just feel so bad for Chad. I mean, I'm sure he likes what he does, but it seems it seems like he, he gets recruited way more than he should. Oh, yeah. But, you know, this whole time, he's so fucking starry-eyed. Like, Aaron... I don't know what it is about Aaron. Aaron must have like a magic coochie or like amazing therapy Aaron. brain. Cause he's like, I love working with her. It is like having ice cream for all three meals. I wish we could work together every day. Uh, she's my best friend. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, like, you could tell he like means it. He's not just like yeah. saying that. Yeah. He's not like being an asshole. He's just like, no, I really like her. So I want to work with her. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Aaron, but he she is, she has him uh, like in her palms. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are bound together. They are. So Aaron has given this couple a timeline of two weeks for this project, which that seems a little fast, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, ma'am, you're making your husband make like five different things yeah. in two weeks. Right. It's yeah, but I mean. We'll see. I guess they're getting paid for this one. So yeah, that's true. At least there is a little bit more like of a enticing factor. It's not just like, oh, it's just for us. So who cares? But mm-hmm. right. or like we got to do this for my 18 family members. Yeah. It's like, OK, <sighs> well, we have 18 others to do, too. So let's just <laughs> spread yeah. ourselves a little thin. So, oh, God, we get a we get a clip about Katie, who is working on her pilot's license, in addition to going to cosmetology school. And it's uh-huh. she said the same thing about this when she started for cosmetology school. She said it was just like a spur of the moment decision to start, which like, all right. But I mean, it's good to like explore different yeah. hobbies and see what you like. I'm all for that. But damn, it's lightly chaotic. But also, I think Katie might be the one to gender it. Mm hmm. I think Katie might be the one to like move cross country because doesn't she live in like New Jersey or something? She does. She lives in New Jersey. I feel like she's the one who's gonna like wear pants. Like she's not gonna become like a good person. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure. I think she might become like fundy light. Mm Hmm. I will see though because the family she married into is pretty pretty fundy. Yeah. 
So we'll see. God, maybe they set it up that way. They knew she was going to try and yeah. fly the coop. Could be. God, it's so depressing thinking about the machinations of fundamentalist families. I know. So the family talks about how they were all a little terrified to hear that Katie was, t- um, you know, learning to be a pilot because she is not uh-huh. their best driver. And I remember there being an episode about her learning uh-huh. to drive and it being extremely chaotic. Yeah, where she couldn't back up out of the parking spot in an empty parking lot. Yeah. Then she didn't know how to go forward. Then she didn't know how to turn. Like, you've been in a car, like, probably every day for your entire life. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to know how to do all the things right, but, like, you see what's happening. Yeah, you, you should you should be able to pick up on some things a little bit. Yeah, this is not the first time you've seen a car. Nathan is teaching Katie to fly which makes this even scarier because it's Nathan and Nathan Katie even says that Nathan has more faith in her skills than he should which is scary (laughs) I don't know I mean I feel like Nathan is probably the best person of her family who could be teaching her because he does have more actual experience very true so I don't know I hate (laughs) that Katie's getting in the air she's gonna like crash into a fucking side of a hill yeah it's i I don't even know it it seems it i don't quite understand why she's doing this but hey whatever she's trying to fly the fuck away and leave because she seemed like very anxious in in the plane too like it was very Uh like it was like you sure you want to be doing this because you don't are you having a good time yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah i don't know they go over like what to do if the plane stalls and i don't know it's it's a whole thing yeah, they so they stall the plane, which is like you put the nose up in the air and it fucks up the propellers. Then you go, Woo, and you start to tumble. But then she doesn't know what to do and can't tell which way they're falling. Mm-hmm. So she, they just start like spinning towards the ground. Right. Great. If you've ever seen the first Top Gun, you know how that <laughs> often ends. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> so uh, thankfully, Nathan takes control and gets them out of the spin and they're okay they they survive but kind of a close one chaotic like if if you can't back up and get in a parking spot or get out of a parking spot you gotta master that first before you get up behind an airplane yeah it's yes i would say get in an airplane rather you can always be behind an airplane if you want to be sure sure (laughs) oh gosh but yeah i mean good luck to her i hope I hope she finds what she's looking for. I don't know. I don't know. I do love that then Nathan literally just got out of a plane that could have crashed into the ground. Because, like, small planes, lots of plane crashes, lots of people die in small planes. John fucking Denver, we all know somebody who's died in a small plane crash. Yes, yes. Anyways, (laughs) Nathan just did that with her. And then she's like, I'll drive us home. And he's like, okay like it's like sir that's not the most dangerous thing you did with her today for real for real (sighs) oh god but then um i I don't know if you knew this i don't know if anybody knew this but did you guys know that carlin is going to be like the first one that has dancing at her wedding that they're allowing dancing at carlin's wedding wow the first bates wedding with dancing i didn't know i don't know if they've made that clear that this is this is the first one. I thought they danced a lot. They seem like they're always dancing, always grinding, always. <laughs> yep, always twerking. That's what they say. What would twerk Jesus do? Exactly, exactly. Tweezers. But we're, we're we're back at the dance studio, and this time Evan is coming along, and also Chad and Aaron are getting in on the fun. 
and they have they show up and gabriel the instructor is there with his wife and they like demonstrate a dance the the instructor and his wife demonstrate yeah. a dance and kelly makes a comment after that was like what did she say okay maybe with a little less hip shaking and it's uh-huh. like you fucking judgy bitch fuck you I know. they were just doing the cha-cha like it, it was just like yeah you exaggerate the hip when you're stepping part of the dance with your yeah. partner yeah you're just like cha 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 like it wasn't like they were like bow bow like pony like fucking <laughs> magic mike dancing on each other it's not channing tatum like flexing his abs in your face i know i'd be like um you can leave if that's how you're gonna act because like that was a completely reasonable thing but like also what's wrong with shaking your hip i just don't understand they really do believe that Elvis is what caused all those pregnancies. I mean, it probably did. Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know, man. Elvis. Probably true. <laughs> he was from Tennessee, so. That's true. That is true. There's something to that. Uh, I have a big quote from Gil in one of the talking heads who mm-hmm. is talking about how he's a little bit nervous about not just like having to dance, but kind of. He says, I don't want to open a can of worms that any kind of dancing anywhere in any atmosphere with anybody is something we think is okay. I don't know why you think that anyone would think that. <laughs> exactly. Like, why would you, like, having a father-daughter dance, why would that make me think, oh, my God, he's really into twerking. He right? like Like, he thinks it's okay to twerk. And it's like... First of all, it is okay to twerk. Let's just be real. But yeah, I mean, I really don't get the through line from like one ballroom dance with your daughter to throwing it back in the club. Right. And it's also I love how he said um, any. OK, he says in any atmosphere with anybody. What is that? What does that part mean with anybody? Is that like particularly gay dancing? Is that what that means? I don't know. <laughs> they don't I approve really don't of gay know. dancing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, ban gay dancing, but incest dancing is fine. <laughs> it's just like, what, are, yeah. what are you even trying to say here, dude? Nobody's at, nobody's... Also, I would really like to say, if they refer to this as a daddy-daughter dance another time, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to go lose my shit. Why can't we just say father-daughter? That's so much, yeah, so much a better. A daddy-daughter dance is like what you do in like third grade in public school. Yeah, that's what you take your like preschooler to. Yeah. It's, yeah, like your child, like who still calls you daddy, not yeah. your twenty-year-old daughter. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. I, I it grosses me out to hear the phrase yeah. "daddy" used for, by like an adult woman. Not ironically, I don't even know what to say. Do you have anything else to say about the dancing? I don't. It was just. Um, Aaron gave us a bingo again because she said, "I thought this was going to be easier than it yeah, was." Yeah, yeah. Again. And then Chad gave us a really good little tidbit for me where he said that he was really nervous and anxious to perform and he just does not know what that sounds like Mm -hmm. to normal people. Yeah. I love to hear stuff like that when it's like, oh, that's what she said, but you don't even get that. Yeah. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know. (laughs) Only I get your joke. So 
Okay, so then we get more Tori Bobby content um, and baby Cade, of course. So they're hanging out with mm-hmm. Kelton and Josie since they're back in Na- Knoxville and they're very excited. I think and they're staying with them. That's what it seems like. I don't I, 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 I don't know because... I don't know. It's so we weird. Never, yeah, we never learned like where they're moving or anything. We never talked about that. So Yeah, I'm they're still unclear. in limbo. Yeah. We're seeing them and Bobby is working mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, Bobby and Kelton are working together. And so they come home from work one night and they decide that the boys are going to take care of baby Cade and Kelton, Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, Bobby's going to teach Kelton how to be a dad because Josie's pregnant. And then Josie and Tori are going to go out to eat and have some girl time. Bobby and Kelton talking to each other is literally like, I would reinvent the Bechdel test just to make them stop (laughs) because they're just like, Oh my god, like you're just such like a dad. Like what do you even do? It's like a dad. It's like the worst. Like how why do they sound like valley girls? Like people are always making fun of women for their vocal fry, but these dudes are just sitting there being like diaper. Especially Kelton. I cannot stand Kelton's voice. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard to me. It's so bad. Yeah, I don't know, man. His voice is weird. But yeah, I did feel like I was losing brain cells watching those two talk. <laughs> It's like, well, to do the diaper, don't uh, oh, leave it open for too long or else you might get peed on, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news for, for Kelton is they're having a girl, so that's not as big of an issue when you're having a girl because yeah. they can't aim it at you. Yeah, they don't have <laughs> the external. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, I just wrote as a note was just these guys are such fucking bros. <laughs> they really are. They are the they are the most bros. They <sighs> it's yeah. Maybe the real reason why they came back was just cuz he couldn't be away from his bro. Yeah. Yeah, now that Evans moving to Na- like away from Nashville too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Cuz they're like the three amigos. They stalked those three Bates uh, girls so that they could be brothers. Gross. And now they live in Knoxville together. Thank God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because they're really in love. They are. I hope they're a happy throuple one day. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at lunch, they talk a little bit about Josie's pregnancy. And Josie talks mm-hmm. about how it's nice having uh, Tori around because she just went through everything. And so, yeah, that must be nice. And we learn, or Kelton learns how to change a diaper. Yep. And he does make a very good joke honestly was when they put the diaper on he says you know it's it's my line of work leak prevention <laughs> that is pretty good that is pretty good. i was like oh man you got a good one there <laughs> he's been working on that one for a while yeah so then we end things at this episode by checking back in with chad and aaron's design project and things have come together i don't they don't say if it t- if it was in the two-week time frame it did say two weeks later but nobody actually said anything right. about that so it may be movie magic yeah who knows but they did get it done and it was not my style at all but it looks no. fine it was better than it was yeah. which it was just dark furniture and like a shitty armchair and mm-hmm. just like depression depression room. is a good word for it yeah <laughs> and now they made chad build a whole wall mm-hmm. he made an and... accent wall and they painted a bunch of furniture uh-huh. and yeah, like, I mean, it looks like a cohesive room now. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks kind of like an Insta-fluencer room. Yeah, not my style. But, but that's, that's what okay. all of their stuff looks like. Yeah, definitely. I don't I don't quite get it, but hey, if that's what you like, go for it. Yep. Oh, and this is where we get our first mention of the Bates Sisters dress boutique, which we get into mm-hmm. 
in episode so four. So exciting. Or episode four for today, which is called yes. New Beginnings. And we start out with Carlin, Aaron, and Whitney talking about how they've been wanting just to start a boutique for a while. And they are finally getting things done. They've applied for their business license. So they're waiting for that. And I think we got, again, I didn't realize how hard this was going to be. Yes. That's been a common theme for these episodes. But yeah, just they talk about how. Lord by paperwork. Yeah. How there's a lot of paperwork at the beginning and how they can't really like do anything until the paperwork is sorted out. They can't order their dresses or anything until they have their business license. So they're Mm -hmm. kind of just working on the logistics of everything. They have a mock website. They talk about, they have this little clip where they talk about like what they want to make our return, their return policy. And Uh Carlin says, what's a return policy? They only shop at Goodwill. (sighs) But then they decide that the return policy is seven days, which that is insane. Yeah, not everyone tries something on right away. Yeah, they were like, well, everyone tries it on within the first four days. And like you have, and it's like, first of all, that might be true that some people do, but like then you have to go back to the store to return it. And that takes time. And sometimes you have a busy schedule. Like seven days for a return is ridiculous. Yeah. Let's just be honest. The only person who can do it in that amount of time is Jesus, and he did it in three. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So make it three or make it. 30 yeah at least like everyone fucking else just like yeah that's a good like one month that's yeah that's a good yeah you'll still probably be selling that product after a month so you can just put it back and sell it again yeah like it's all right yeah Yeah, no seven days no and it's an online only boutique like it doesn't have a location at this point so like yeah yeah. you can't go to the store and return it you have to just mail it in which that's like is a lot of work and it's annoying and yeah Seven days. And what, what what about the seven days? Is seven days when you email them and ask them for a return label, or is or it when, when you when, ship it, when it's or received? when it shows there? Yeah. yeah, we need we need more we need more information. Either way, it's awful, but we need more information. It's, yeah, we do. Oh, and then Erin admits that she has worn things, left the tag on, and returned them. Mm-hmm. She's like, "That's not very honorable," and I'm like, "Yes, Erin." Yes. Yes, not sin. Very, not very <laughs> Christian of you, Aaron. Just do a sin. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, this part they also got Alyssa, which Alyssa and John started that like cleaning business, I believe, is how mm-hmm. they have this experience. But um, she's like, everyone thinks that starting a business will be fun, but it's not. I mean, what even is taxes? <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know if you're joking or not, and yeah, that upsets me. That is upsetting, because if you're joking, that's, okay, I get it. Like That's reasonable, yeah. Like, business taxes are complicated, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, but... What mm, is taxes? Yeah, it's like, did you think? Did you not know about taxes before you started your business? This is like the time in my U.S. government class where um, some my my teacher said, who was Abraham Lincoln, to the class. This was ninth grade. And this girl raises her hand. She says, was he the prime minister of the United Kingdom? And I I'm gonna still die. remember that moment. Yeah. I still can feel it viscerally. <laughs> I felt it when you said that. And oh, my God, it was bad. Like, yeah. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Like he wasn't asking like a hard one. Like, who's, no, 
He's like the most, I mean, mean, like other than like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln's like the most American leader. Like he's like, no, like he's on one of our coins. Yeah. If you think about like American presidents, he's one of the like first three that comes up every time. Yeah, It's like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas (laughs) Jefferson, Donald Trump. (laughs) Sorry. I went too far. I'm so sorry. Okay. (laughs) Where's that end call button? (laughs) (laughs) No, do not hang up on me again. (laughs) okay so then we get a little snippet of kelly taking some of her kids out as they like to do to air them out yeah yeah because she's like again i forgot i had young children yeah i've been so busy with the older ones and like having a life of a 50 year old woman that i forgot that i have like 10 year old daughters so i guess i should do something with them so guess i gotta raise these motherfuckers (laughs) fuck (laughs) So she takes Ellie, Addie, and Callie to this, like, outdoor, like, ropes course. So this immediately is, like, the most suspicious place to me because she says it's in the Iams Natural, like, park, which I believe is, like, Iams the dog food, and it's, like, a zoo-like thing that they have, but probably not accredited. Oh, no. So, like, this is just chaotic in so many ways. But thankfully, they were just doing, like, ropes courses, outdoor stuff. It wasn't anything morally weird. No, but, like, (laughs) I feel like there definitely could have been some real risk in this if if how they how how unaccredited zoos treat animals is kind of how they upkeep the rest of their facilities. Not not great. Not great. Not great. Thankfully, everyone survived. (laughs) Yes. Spoiler alert. They did. Yes. Callie gets like scared and stuck at one point, but she like makes it through with her and sister's encouragement, which was nice. And mm-hmm. then Kelly gets on everything and she's terrified, but she does it. So there's mm-hmm. that. And yeah. I don't know. There's a thing that Callie says at the end that sounds so coached to me. She says, I'm very glad I have a mom who will participate with me. Yes, the way and she said I was that, like, I was like, this is like a seven-year-old girl. She'd be like, I like my mom when my mom does fun stuff with me, would have been like convincing. Yeah. The way you know that she's like, before the interview, Kelly was like, isn't it nice having a mom who like participates in stuff? And so she just like echoed that. Yeah. It was weird phrasing for like a little girl to be. Yeah, to be like happy that her mom did an activity with her. She's like, I'm very glad that she participates with me. Also, like, like what other moms, like what other friends do they have outside of the family that that don't have moms that participate with them? Do they have the Duggars, like, the Rodriguez I family? I guess, but it's just like I feel like they don't see those people enough to like no compare yeah. themselves to them. Yeah, no, I think it's more like you should be glad that you have a mom who wants to participate with you. Yeah, yeah, kind of vibe. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> which like is kind of the bare minimum yeah like your mom should participate with you she should and she should want to do things that you want yes. to do because you want to do them and not because she wants to look good at, as a mom yes 100 percent. hot take who would have thought that we think that mothers should like their children i know right sometimes i mean like you don't have to like them all the time no we get it yeah kids can be assholes definitely definitely they're humans. All humans can be assholes. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> so <sighs> then it's Carlin and Evan's wedding shower. And this is the first ev- official event that is being held at the new Bible Baptist Church. So it's a mm-hmm. big deal for everybody. Yep. They're in their fellowship room. Mm-hmm. Having some fellowship. 
They're fellowshipping. Lots of people are there. Of course. So many people. And I'm still just like, fuck, we're so close to COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be stressful. For real. But so they start off, they have like both sets of parents and then Mama Jane and Papa Bill giving them marriage advice. And it's all very, Mm -hmm. you know, typical things you hear at a wedding shower. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. love what what uh, Papa Bill said, which is listen to what she says because if she's not happy, you're not gonna have a good time. And I mean, That's let's true. be real; that is the truth. That's why you gotta have the sign in the bathroom that says "Happy Wife, Happy Life." It's the truth. You don't always have to cater to your wife, but if your wife is upset, you're not gonna have fun. She's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> you're not gonna have a good time. Yeah, you're gonna have at most a middling time. Yes. <laughs> um. Carlin gives a little speech. It was yeah, cute. She's emotional. Um, her piano student's mom painted a picture of the lighthouse, and it was, like, beautiful. It was really and, like, nice. The most thoughtful gift I've ever seen anyone give a Bates child or, like, get from a Bates child or anything. Yeah. Like, that, Yeah, that was really nice. I, lo- I love gifts like that, too. Yeah, that was so cool. And she mm-hmm. painted it, too. Yeah, like, like, herself. She didn't, like, get, which would have been cool anyway, but, like, she herself yeah. did it. That was really yeah. cool. It was very cool. Um, okay, so Carolyn gives her a little speech, and she cries, and of course, Gil cries, and that's mm-hmm. the end of that. That is the end of that. Um, but then, I, th- I guess this is, like, right after that, it's time for the church's official dedication service, and mm-hmm. it's a big moment for Gil. We got the Stewart family singing, and it's a, a joyous it occasion. They look so much like the Rodriguez family sometimes, like, when they get their hair real big and their makeup real mm-hmm. strong. It was, I was like, is that Jill Rodriguez? Yeah, no, that was Evans. I think that, I think what we saw was his sisters singing. Yeah. Yeah. But, so weird. Yeah. But yeah, it was mostly just a church service that you, I skipped through a lot of. Cause... Yeah. There wasn't really anything going on. They just talk about how it's more than a church. It's more than a building. It's more than being about the physical building. It's about the people inside the building, Jillian. Imagine that. I don't think I've ever thought about that i've, I've always been like you know the thing that means the most about this place is the building itself the bricks the bricks yeah about my house the thing that i love about it walls i mean i do love the walls they do they yeah i mean i'm very pro wall <laughs> like i appreciate my house as a building but the reason i love it is not because of its material yes exactly <laughs> which i know they they would think oh god an atheist could never ever have that kind of emotion no we have we we are just soulless beings yeah we are not only amoral we are immoral oh yeah definitely (laughs) but yeah the church is back is up it's ready to go and yeah that's exciting yeah it's very exciting that they get to do a weird new church i don't know yay it's just it's so weird like i can't imagine being a person who would just start a church? Yeah. I can't imagine, like, thinking that I had, you know, like, things to say that would matter. Yeah. In like, I could even go for, like, maybe I could, like, go to school and become, like, a priest or whatever. Like, I could probably figure that out and do mm-hmm. it. But, like, but to, to, like, start open one? your own church just completely, just, like, start it. Yeah. And especially in Tennessee, which has the most churches per capita. Yeah. We don't need no more churches in Tennessee. How do you have people who want to come there still? Like, 
Does everyone go to like three churches? Probably. Probably. Yeah. They want to be on up TV, so they got to go to this church. Yeah. But I think that about wraps it up for this week. I think next week we will be finishing up season eight of The Bates. I think we have one more episode for you mm-hmm. guys for that. So maybe we'll finally see Carlin get married. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. I think it'll be the last episode. I'm sure that it feels will. like what they do. That is how they do it. But if you have anything to say to us in the meantime, if you have anything to say about this episode, or if you have anything you'd like to, us to talk about in a future episode, you are welcome to send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us all over the internet at tvliterate. We are on Reddit, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, anywhere you can think of, we're there. Um, Facebook. You can message us, send us anything cool. If you know what happened to Bobby's please. youth ministry job, please tell us. We need to know. I'm going to Google it, but you know it's how Bobby hard Smith. it is to find Bobby Smith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if anyone knows, let us know. Please. And also, I would like to say somebody on Twitter, I forgot this earlier, somebody on Twitter told you, us, to watch the BBC, it's called like the Britain's Great Sewing Bee. And it's a sewing competition. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to have to watch so, that. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. I thought you would like that because you I like sewing to. and embroidery and stuff. I love so. – yeah, I love it. So, I'm here for it. I will definitely check Hell it yeah. out. But, yeah, that's the stuff we love. Give us yeah. recommendations. Give us anything you want to chat about. We love hearing from you guys, even if we don't always respond. We do see them and love you. So. We do. Very much. Thank you. <laughs> and if you have a moment and would like to leave us a review, that would be very helpful, too. And we will see you guys next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.